Reading from Matthew 2, 13-15 When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child with his mother during the night, and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet. Out of Egypt I called my son. There's a book I, I, I've talked about before called Epic, and it focuses on the power of story. And one of the things that uh, the author talks about is, is <clears throat> story is prevalent in all aspects and all levels of life. And you, <clears throat> excuse me, and you, um, so here uh, we have a story, but it actually is echoing another story that comes out of Hosea, uh, Hosea out of Egypt, I called my son, which is, is uh, I believe, referenced here. Matthew is very, very aware. First of all, we learned in church recently that his main audience uh, was, was the Jewish people. Uh, but one of the ways of him writing this story is embedding in the story the stories that come before it and lead right up to the birth story of Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was actually thinking of that sermon you just mentioned at Standwich given by Pastor David uh, back on December 18. And that's really what's standing out to me, not only the, you know, the authorship that, uh, of Matthew, but also the actions of Joseph. <clears throat> Remember, Pastor David really focused on that and how Joseph chose, because the angel had intervened, that Joseph chose the harder path, which is to protect Mary and the baby uh, from harm, from being stoned, from being out, outcast. And here he's protecting them again from the death threats of Herod, and he brings them to Egypt. I mean, Joseph's assignment was hard. Um, he lost reputation. He had to become this, this protective custody uh, or custodian of uh, Mary and the baby's lives. This was not an easy call from God. He's bringing them to uh, you know, to Bethlehem for the census. Now he's bringing them to Egypt and he's traipsing them all over just to keep them safe. What an amazing um, person this must be. I feel like he's going to have a, not, not that there are special places in heaven, but <laughs> if there were, uh, I feel like uh, Joseph would be elevated and honored in heaven for his profound protective role in these lives. What makes it so profound is the fact that he is going against uh, common sense. You know, the I mean, the, the find that the woman you're going out with is um, suddenly pregnant. I mean, you know what you know. And it, it says that he had not been with her, <clears throat> meaning slept, sleep, uh, slept with her. So he knows that. So, I mean... The, the way our minds work is we look for the suspect. <laughs> okay, who did this? I mean, it results with her being pregnant, that one would think. But he doesn't think that way. Uh, when he hears, uh, in a, I think he hears in a dream uh, that he is to take her as his wife. 
one of the things that I, it just jumps out at you, his obedience, which is faithfulness. All of these virtues kind of pour at his protectiveness, which you talked about. All of these come out and, and uh, re- represent uh, the very best of human nature because I, I think a lot of us in a, a much more circ- secular time where we live today, uh, we like to discount what we might be hearing because it's inconvenient or it might compromise our drive to become more wealthy or whatever the whatever the impulse and the instinct is. Um, but the thing that I keep on coming back to is that we are in the story whether we like it or not. And we really have to be attentive to God's call. This is why you go to church. This is why you sing the hymns and you listen to sermons and you go to Bible studies. You're trying to tune your ear so that if you hear a call, you hear it. 